the kingdom belongs to his sheep and your life is in the hands of a God who never sleeps fear not little lamb for the kingdom belongs to his sheep and your in the hands of a God who never sleeps. Hey, and welcome back to Tending Lambs. I'm Katie. I'm Abby. And I'm Sam. And today we are doing a kickoff for the year. We're going to update you guys on what we've been up to since October and probably go over a little bit of what we'd like to accomplish with Tending Lambs this year. And we are so happy to be back after the holidays. I'll go first. Um, so in our house, we've had a pretty epic end of the year. Um, I moved from the Netherlands with Calvin to Georgia in the U.S., at the end of October and then Corneille came in November and we had Thanksgiving here and it's been a really great end of the year. It's also been really hard. Um, so it's been pretty hectic in our minds and just in life trying to get things uh, situated and uh, getting driver's licenses and insurance and all sorts of crazy things that you kind of like you know, once you already have them established, you kind of forget that they, you know, the processes that are involved in getting them all together. But then once you're doing them all at once, um, it really uh, stinks. So that's been tough, but it's been really good to be around family again, my family at least. We are missing his family back in our home in the Netherlands. Um, but we've been able to, <clears throat> we've been able to FaceTime with his mom and dad and his brothers and that's been really amazing and I think has made it a lot easier for his parents actually to cope with us leaving because that's been tough for them you know this kind of move is just tough for everybody um but there have been lots of little glimmers of excitement and hope and joy in the season and so that's really been um it's really been nice other than the move you know, we're just hanging out, doing our thing. We're just li living life. And Cornet is now, well, he has been and is looking for work. And that's kind of cool and exciting because, and also scary as well. Mm -hmm. um, because it's kind of like the world is at his fingertips, you know, he has everywhere to go. He could go anywhere. And uh, that also is the same for where we live. So we're still, even though we've moved here and it kind of, it's easy to, because everything's so familiar, it's like really easy to believe we've, uh, or feel like we've kind of ended our journey here. It's still, there's still a lot up in the air. So, mm -hmm. yeah. How's Calvin adjusted? Do you feel? Actually, he's still great. It was, it was really tough at first because since Cornet got here a couple of weeks later, 
he was really, really knocked off balance by that. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole move was really tough for him. And then Cornet not being here, sleep was really rough yeah. his first few weeks. And neither of us were doing too well, <laughs> too well in the first couple of weeks. But then once Cornet got here, Calvin really calibrated super well it was pretty cool to see actually like he got here um in it at at night and so when calvin woke up we sent i sent cornet in to get him up when i get him up and you could see like visibly in his body and face how happy he was was the cutest thing and this warmed my heart so much and um he's taken remarkably well to everything he loves hanging out with my family he has you know really attached to my sister and my mom and loves the space that we have here and being able to like run around and I love that too that's really yeah it's a big change from your apartment yeah huge change where I felt like so trapped and I was projecting that and I felt like he felt trapped and now we're here we just have all the space so that's nice yeah that's awesome yeah so that's my update Well, we, Abe is a college professor, so he finished up his semester in December, which is nice because he usually gets like three weeks off. But before that, he works like a good 60, 65 hours a week. So just for the weeks leading up to that, not like all the time. So it was like really, really crazy seeing him never followed by seeing him every waking moment. So (laughs) it's kind of like all or nothing so but I love having him home especially around Christmas it's just such a magical time of year and then getting to spend extra time together is really fun on top of that so before that my grandfather passed away in November so I uh, had to make a quick trip up to North Carolina for his funeral um, which was really beautiful but you know sad um But I got to see a lot of my family that I haven't seen and some of them like a decade or more. So that was really fun um, to get to spend some time with them and see aunts and uncles and cousins that I haven't seen in a long time. So, and then two weeks later, we made the trip back to North Carolina for Thanksgiving. (laughs) So (laughs) it was a little hectic travel-wise, but um, yeah. So, and then we just wrapped up Christmas and had my sister-in-law and brother-in-law here for a while and so yeah it's just been really busy I think we've all three been just really busy lately Mm -hmm. (laughs) last couple months that's for sure yeah we've had quite a few changes lately um with husband really unexpectedly losing his job which has meant he's been here which I think the kids especially are really uh well they really enjoy it but they're also used to it so it's gonna be weird when he goes back to work. Um, yeah. it, I think it's been really helpful for Weston in particular, who I don't know if, I don't think he got his ADHD diagnosis prior to when we last recorded. I think it was after, wasn't it? Yeah, that's around the time when he got like a solid diagnosis um, with ADHD and mm. some anxiety. And then we also found out that he has like he's a little anemic and his vitamin D was low. And so we've been like working on those things and approaching things a little bit differently. And with Aaron being here as well as like supplementation and 
um, backing out of one co-op. We were doing two co-ops and we dropped the one that he was really anxious about. Um, it was a little bit more formal. And so it was stressing him out quite a bit. And so we kind of just, yeah, we just stepped down from doing that because it wasn't, wasn't healthy like we had envisioned. Um, but he really enjoys the, the Charlotte Mason style co-op that we continue to go to and they really enjoy him. It's a lot closer to the house the baby she is she's a baby she does baby things the <laughs> year of the baby for us um nine months old and trying to get everywhere and be involved in everything and and she's the cutest baby in the whole world so that's my she really life. is the cutest baby <laughs> in the entire world i might be biased <laughs> i'm not she's biased. so cute she's exactly the baby in the entire world oh i love her and she loves people and she's just so fun um, yeah, you can tell she's already kind of extroverted, can't you? Oh, she's very extroverted. She's such mm-hmm. a silly thing, and Weston just adores her. Oh, so, so sweet. Hopefully, hopefully they I, can pair up a little bit, because the Poe and Isla have just grown into all of this imaginative play and role-playing, oh, and nice. so often they are just off doing their own thing, and yeah. it's, it's funny to watch them, because they're only, the, what, 23 months apart, I think, so watching them kind of pair up has been... It's been interesting as Isla gets a little bit older. Like she's still pretty babyish at three, but she's old enough that she can really kind of keep up with Poet now. Right. And Poet likes being a leader, so oh, it works. <laughs> mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, there. right. I know. I love your hashtag for Weston and Wilder. Oh, Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Like, yeah. it's almost like you planned it that way. <laughs> Yeah, no, nothing with our kids has ever been planned, but I'll pretend. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clever. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I got to talk gentle parenting on a local libertarian podcast. So that was really cool. Super cool. That was great. Wrecked my car. Uh, well, I didn't wreck it. Somebody else wrecked it. Uh, <laughs> trying to think if there's any other interesting updates. Not really. We've just been so low-key over the holidays. We're really low-key anyway, but then with, like, a couple of factors, especially the car accident right after Christmas, we've just been kind of... So what were some of y'all's... Um, what was, like, your top Christmas present that you got or Ooh. that your kids got if that was cooler oh, than what you got? Up our kids with board games. I spent all year watching oh, board awesome. game sales and so we have like 20 new games and i'm so excited i got aaron a cool cookbook so that oh, was nice. exciting too <laughs> um i got a new purse from mm-hmm. cornet that i really Ooh. love and it's really nice it's real little Mm-hmm. so it's yeah my my previous one was just like literally had holes in the corner oh, no. <laughs> I was like okay you're going in the trash <laughs> like so I really really needed a new one and it was it was really nice so that's my favorite and we got so I'm actually like <laughs> I'm actually a little bit not disappointed but maybe a little bit um because we got Calvin a bunch of stuff and my in-laws got him some stuff and my mom got him some stuff and he's got all this like awesome stuff like really great solid toys and they have all just turned into extensions of his trucks and cars (laughs) like if it can fit in one of his trucks or cars that's where it goes that's That's what it's used for yes and if it doesn't he just leaves it yeah, that's its new purpose. So everything just revolves around the trucks and cars, except for the books. 
he he likes to read a lot so that's really great but i'm a little bummed out because all these like awesome presents and like cool things are on the shelf that just sit there and he's like nah don't care like i'm just gonna push my cars around isla's favorite thing is um she has a pink jack-o'-lantern bucket from halloween and she calls it her busket and she just totes it around with the most random stuff she has like a lip gloss and she has a baby shoved in there and like (laughs) have a pair of leggings whether they're clean or dirty i don't know she just like she just puts the most random stuff in there and totes it around and she has to have her busket That's That's so cute. I haven't even really corrected adorable. her. I was just like, whatever. No, you can't. No, I know. It's totally not. not. Don't ever. Evie just recently transitioned from uh oh being abo to actual uh oh, and it's oh, like the saddest thing in the entire yeah. world to me. I'm like, oh. you need to keep saying abo. It's so cute. Yeah. Oh, you know what has made me sad? Actually, Calvin has gone. He used to say doo doo which is like the Dutch way of saying goodbye and now he says bye bye or he'll say no bye and i'm like oh well it's super cute but like no like, you're supposed <laughs> to say yeah and just like i don't know it feels like a little bit of letting go of the netherlands yeah. that i was really blindsided by like oh oh no like <laughs> you're getting too much english i need right. to get more go Dutch back, with you back. yeah wait 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 <laughs> yeah no Well, some exciting things that we have coming up. So one thing is we decided that we're going to operate on seasons. I think it will help us plan content for you guys a little bit better. One can help. Yeah. (laughs) Help us be organized with how we lay out our content and stuff. And then it also just gives us a break, not just from recording, but a break to research and... Um, yeah, get ahead of the curve on episodes and such. So, yeah. yeah, especially for what we'd like to cover in the coming season and or in the future seasons, it's going to require a lot of research. And yeah. I kind of honestly underestimated how much research and just thought, honestly, would go yeah. into having a podcast. Um, oh man, yeah. Just for reference with our obedience episode, I think we did like a couple weeks of research on that. The parental authority one, we were researching for like several months before yeah. we recorded it. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that we just needed to be solid on, you know, and then to bring it all together and to go over it and yeah, yeah, put it Hash all things into- out with each other, like. Oh, I don't know if I feel it. Okay, yeah, I guess I do feel that way. And like, yeah. sure we were really solid on how we felt about these things and praying yeah. about it. So, because it can yeah. be really easy to be thinking through things, especially like even if we are recording and we have a structure, but to be using each other as like, I mean, I'm a verbal processor and I never want that to be like a hindrance on the podcast if I'm verbally processing something and it's wrong. So, right, yeah. right. exactly. exactly. With great podcasts come great responsibility. (laughs) True. So another thing that we want to do, particularly this season, is um, just go through and kind of discuss, discuss kind of mainstream evangelical punitive resources and authors and help you guys kind of pick through 
why those points of view are wrong um, and why the stances that they take are wrong. We have so many people who post in our group about asking for resources, about talking to their church leadership or their um, friends at church or just people that they know about why such and such a person or such and such a book is um, shouldn't be recommended. And so we want to be that resource. We want to develop those discussions in a kind and gracious way, but honest way. So that's one thing we have on the docket for this season. Yeah, I'm really particularly excited about that because there are so many things that come up in conversations that it would be really nice to have like just a single thing to, mm-hmm. you know, point at and be like, hey, this is you know, this is all of why I don't believe what this says, you know, like just somewhere you can go to like direct people. Yeah. Uh, to I mean, things. I think it's, I think it's similar. People have said that our episodes on the rod are just such a helpful resource. It's a single resource. I mean, there's three episodes, but it's just like an easy, here's the link to how I feel about this topic or whatever. So um, I'm really hoping and praying that these will kind of be in a similar vein to that. Yeah. Um, And then additionally, we have it on the docket to just do some more foundational episodes like we did with this first season. Um, If you can call it that, it was a really long season if it was a season, but um, (laughs) anyway, yeah, we have some more foundational type of material um, planned. Yeah. So. And I think personally, I would like to go back over some of the, like the foundational episodes that we've already done and add things to them, things that we wish we, yeah. we could have said, things, things that, that come up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, things that people have brought up and questions that have arisen from those episodes. And I'd like to do some of that in, in this upcoming yeah. as well. And I think we'll probably plan at least one more Q&A episode because that was a really popular one. Yeah. Um, Super successful. I think you guys had questions that you didn't even get to. So, yeah, no, there were lots of questions and that we weren't able to get to, and I think we even did that in two. We did. We separate. Yeah, it wound up being two parts because it was so long. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. So that one was really good. It got a lot of feedback and a lot of good questions. So I'd like to do that again. Um, one other thing that I think is really important that we mention is that we have a Patreon and we are really excited to get that going. We'd really, really, really like to have some contributors this season because we have so many cool plans for what we'd like to do mm-hmm. with uh, any money that we are able to get through that um, to just grow our podcast not only that but we do have really cool perks for our patrons planned um that i'm really excited about so we've kind of been brainstorming that for the last month or six weeks or so so um yeah some of that stuff is coming down the pipe and you don't want to miss it so we hope that you are really excited about the things that we have planned for the next season and that you guys have all had great holidays and have had a restful season of joy in the middle of winter. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Tending Lambs. There's always so much more that can be said. So if you'd like to continue the conversation, please join us in the Tending Lambs Facebook group. 
We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tendinglambs, Instagram at tendinglambs, and for show notes, our blog, and other gentle parenting resources, check out tendinglambs.com. If you're a fan of this podcast and would like to help us continue creating content, we now have a Patreon. We'd love it if you would consider supporting us through that platform. As a patron, you'll be supporting the podcast, blog, and entire Tending Lambs community. But not only that, you'll receive lots of fun perks as well. Sign up to support us at patreon.com slash tendinglambs. And as always, until next time.